Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Come on in as we get ready to welcome you to another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? Come on in. Come on in. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning, everyone. Come right on in. We'll give them a couple of seconds. So wherever you may be joining us live from, go ahead and tag 10 people, call 10 people, email 10 people or more. Let them know that we are here live with none other than Betty Jewel Slater. Welcome, Betty. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you may be joining us live with us for another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? So whether you're joining us on YouTube or whether you're joining us live on Facebook, I just want to take out the time to welcome you. I'm so happy and grateful that you've taken out time out of your day to be with us this evening for episode number nine. <laughs> Hold on. You know what? I created that ticker and clicked out of it and didn't save it. Look at that. That's, okay. <laughs> that is, that's perfectly okay. But anyway, I just want to uh, welcome everyone out Hello, Leslie. Hello, Miss Leslie. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, yes, yes. So we want to definitely welcome you all, all out to another episode, episode number nine of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? And we have none other than Betty Jewel Slater with us today. And you all are definitely in for a treat. So go ahead and tag 10 or more people. Let them know that we are here live getting ready to um, experience, have a phenomenal experience, okay? So this is where it is my goal and my desire to share with the world the crisis or the traumas that God has permitted in our lives, then those triggers or those defining moments uh, that is used or was used to strengthen our faith through the process, and then none other than those triumphs, those triumphs or those victories that we've experienced to above all glorify God and to help others. So again, I am so honored and I'm so privileged to have none other than Betty Jewel Slater here with us today, Betty Jewel Slater. She is an award-winning film producer, a coach, an actor, an author, and a speaker who helps individuals and organizations identify and break through limiting systems, ideas, and beliefs so that they can be all that they were created to be. Experience, to have an un experience of unhackability. Y'all hear that? Unhackability, my God. And become a kingdom influencer. Do you want to be a kingdom influencer? Come on now. Yes, to be a kingdom influencer in their niche and to make an impact all over the world as a fresh approach. Y'all listen to this. To public speaking, Betty uses monologues of Miss Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman, Miss Coretta Scott King, 
Bessie Coleman, Mary, mother of Jesus, for creative and energetic speaking presentation. Betty influences each woman's story with facts and humors, which adds a fresh and creative perspective to your event theme. Betty spoke, Betty broke through stagnating fear and shame caused by childhood sexual abuse and to find her voice and to use it to inspire others. She lives in San Francisco Bay Area and has one adult son. So with that said, I will, you know, without further ado, I want to welcome to Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This, episode number nine, Betty Jewel Slater. So welcome, so welcome, Betty. Thank you. Thank you so much. Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This. So go ahead and share with uh, my audience. Uh, with yeah, before we get started, before we do that, let me do a little bit uh, of house rules again. So, if you have joined uh, my private Facebook group, Broken Pieces to Peace, uh, if you are in the private group, then you will also be able to uh, when you put your comments in the section. Hello, Wellington. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, you will be able to. We'll be able to see your comments live. Otherwise, we'll be able to see it on the back end. All right. So if you haven't done so already, go ahead and join my private Facebook group, Broken Pieces to Peace, where we read the entire Bible in 365 days every day. Okay. So and then uh, where we help people to be able to go from their broken pieces of their life and move forward into a life of peace into the private Facebook group. Okay. Also, join my YouTube, click and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And with that said, hey, let's get it started. Let's get it started. So again, thank you so much, Betty, for being here. It's a privilege and honor. And so I want you to go ahead and share with uh, our guest this evening or this morning. Who is Betty Jewel Slater? And what was that thing that happened to you? Yes, yes. Thank you so much. This is uh, such an honor to be here and uh, to be in this format, to be able to encourage others that whatever trauma that you've gone through, whatever trauma that you experienced that doesn't fully define who you are, what God will do is take that very trauma where the enemy meant for evil and turn it around for good. Let it be the it will be that um, that very thing that will springboard you into purpose. Come on, man. Um, say often that the things that we go through aren't even about us. It it is about that individual, that man, that woman, that boy, that girl who will look at you and say, "Oh my gosh, if if God did that for her, He will do it for me. If she Absolutely. can overcome, at, perhaps." I can overcome and, and and it's for us. And I'm so thankful for this platform because it says, who wouldn't serve a God like this? Who wouldn't serve a God that will take that very thing that the enemy tried to destroy you with, that he tried to, um, uh, that the enemy meant for evil and turn it around for your very good. In my bio, you mentioned um, overcoming child's childhood sexual abuse. And um, as a result of that later on in life, I um, being, getting, being connected to the church um, you know, parents bringing, bringing us up in church and um, being connected there. 
And um, but then drifting out, stepping outside of the boundaries of the church, getting pregnant Mm -hmm. and then having an abortion to to hide it. Right. Right. And interestingly enough, um, I was at the the the, a couple of days after having an abortion, I was at church Mm -hmm. and uh, someone said to me, are you okay?" I said, "Uh, yeah. Um, She says, wow. She says something about that I looked pregnant or looked like I might be pregnant. And I said, what? Interesting. And so in my head, I was like, mm-hmm. you say, interesting. <laughs> right. But inside there was such a shame. There was such um, a condemnation that came over me. And interestingly about that, what, were again the enemy was trying to silence my voice, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so that shame of have you know at, at that time I'm going to be I'm 59 now. Um, so and at looking that, fabulous in uh, glory to God, He has preserved yes. His sister, right? One he, um, gives, one he put some preservatives in yes, a, he <laughs> and a woman of God. Right, right. And so I was in my 20s. I was 24 or no, I was in my twenties. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, so, but still that shame of um, having had the abortion and then feeling like I would not be forgiven. Right. And, uh, but, but later on down the line through, through the years, you know, having kept that under wraps, right. I went to a church service and, uh, there, uh, the, 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 the man of God was so powerful. I went up for prayer and, you know, I, I fell down and I was on the floor. What I thought maybe was five minutes. Right? Mm. And then my friend was like, yeah, you're down there about 30, 30, 40 minutes. What? While I was there, I could hear Holy Spirit. I could hear God talking to me and saying that each that the childhood abuse that the um that the abortion that the enemy was trying to use those very things to keep me silent because God has called me to say some things to speak some things to make some declarations into the atmosphere and to change atmospheres as a result of my boldness because uh-huh. I was the one bold enough to come forward and say what was happening with regard to the the abuse uh-huh. But then, you know, he tried to silence me again, but God was letting me know in that moment that no, 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 what the enemy meant for evil, I'm going to allow you to speak and to have, um, to be, uh, like, like a bullhorn, right? Yeah. Um, One of the old, one of the mothers of the church years later, she said, she tapped me on my lips. She said, you're going to have to say some things. Mm. Because I, you know, so I knew that God put a trumpet, and and literally I had another prophetic word that God put a trumpet to my mouth, Come and on. that's why the enemy has oh, tried yeah. to silence me. I got, chills, I got trumpet in the when you are called by God, when you begin to declare His word, when you begin to speak what He says, you make a sound, you make a a change in the spiritual realm. Absolutely. It's almost as if you are letting off the shofar in the spiritual realm, letting the enemy know that you thought you had me. You thought me silenced. You thought you silenced me. But actually, I'm about to shut you down because I'm going to speak and decree 
the word of the God, the word of the Lord. I'm going to say what he's called me to say. And as I speak and decree, lives will be changed. Amen. Amen. I read a book by Sophia Ruffin um, called Shame. Mm -hmm. And she talks about shame um, causing you to live a counterfeit life. Wow. When Adam and Eve sinned, they, you know, put, uh, put the fig leaves together. You know, they sold themselves together, um, trying to hide from hide from God. Right. But it caused them to live a counterfeit life. So shame of whatever you went through will cause you to live a counterfeit life. But Jesus wow. came so that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. So where the enemy has tried to make you shame for, for the things that you went through, God is using those very things to bring breakthrough for someone else. So not do. only will you get breakthrough either through deliverance. Uh, a lot of my breakthrough came actually as I was I read a book on preparing to get married. <laughs> and what it talked about is whatever those things are, the whatever those things that you have not worked through, it's time to work through them so that you don't bring them into the marriage relationship. Baggage. And so I was able to go and, and ask for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. To say, to give the forgiveness. To wow. say, you know, I, I said I had forgiven you, but in actuality, I hadn't. And now... Well, they didn't know it was because I was preparing to get married. <laughs> because right, I was right. trying to prepare myself, you know, to be ready for marriage. So when you before you get married, there's all kinds of stuff, all kinds of baggage that we have. We got to get rid of it, you know, work through those things because you're gonna have to work through some things when you get married in the first place. Absolutely. So you might as well beforehand work on those things that you know God highlights for you that yeah you need to get you need to work on those things so that you don't bring them into the marriage relationship and so um being able to um you know having different labels being the oldest being leader being actor right um when you're pretending when you're living that counterfeit lifestyle because of shame then you 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 know you you're pretend you're acting you know <laughs> being the mm -hmm. oldest of six of us, the leader. I'm the one who got the whippings <laughs> at first. Look, I'm the baby. And I got the most. I feel it. So I got the most. <laughs> look at it now. Look at God. Okay. Right. <laughs> they work. But um, so then I went through um, a training recently um, a, 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 a called, uh, based on a book called Your Secret Name. And through that book, uh, literally through that training, the first video had me crying. I'm like, okay, I'm wow. about to get some breakthrough today. Wow. Yeah. And literally just another, uh, another level of deliverance, another level of breakthrough, because the name leader really did not have a positive connotation when you're the leader, you're the oldest, and you're the one getting in trouble for stuff, right? You have to lead the way. Actor, yeah. yeah. phenomenal, right? but I had not even enjoyed having the opportunity to perform at the Apollo Theater because actor, even though it, it didn't have a positive connotation because I had to act as if things were okay, okay. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. but, um, but going through that allowed me to have such breakthrough. Years ago, uh, my, my ministry is God's Jewels Ministry. 
And um, I recognized that God wanted me to be able to help women see themselves as the jewel, as the gem he created them to be. But I did not quite have a vehicle. But having gone through that Your Secret Name experience and then getting the name that God gave me, Graceful Warrior. Come on now. Come on now. Graceful Warrior. Come on. A Graceful Warrior. Embracing that name, embracing that name came with such power. And uh, the the instructor said, you know, with a new name comes a new assignment. Come on, yeah. And with a new assignment comes new graces to -hmm. carry out the assignment. Mm -hmm. So then I recognized that, oh my gosh, I had been looking for a way to host the um, the Women of Worth weekends, looking for the vehicle, but I knew that your secret name, that your secret name would be that vehicle for the Women of Worth weekends, for women to get breakthrough, to see themselves, to, to shed the labels that were no longer serving them yeah. or to see them in a new way, but then to embrace the name that God has given them so that they can move forward with power and authority. Yes, yes. Absolutely. So can we go back just a little bit and tell me how, what your spiritual foundation is? Your parents, were they together? Were they, did you grow up in a single household? I know that you were the oldest, but what was that like growing up? Um, how, what was your spiritual background in order to bring you to this point? Certainly. Yes. So my, my my dad was in the military, so we traveled. We never lived anywhere longer than three years at a time. And so I went to elementary school in Alabama. Um, <laughs> yep. It, my uh, my grandmother lived in Ayrton, Alabama. Wow. <laughs> I was born in Ozark. I was born okay. in Ozark. I'm taking this off my necklace off because. Um, I forget that I'm in front of a window, and as the um, the the west sun comes in, it's now. <laughs> but um, um, but with my dad been in, in the military, um, we grew up. I went to again. I went to elementary school in Alabama, Texas, the Panama Canal Zone, and Germany, mm. and um, so we went to chapel. And then through the years, then my mom got involved. Um, our grandmother. Um, Baptist Church, and then our second tour in Germany, we got connected with the Church of God in Christ. Okay. And so, so that was the foundation. So all through high school, and then, um, you know, through uh, through thirties, forties, um, Church of God in Christ, and then um, from um, Church of God in Christ, uh, going to um, going getting into a, a Christian center. And I learned deliverance ministry um, in Los Angeles. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. So what about, um, what was that thing that drew your face to God to let him know, to let you know that he was trying to get your attention? And then how did you get into acting? Yes. So when, uh, let's see, I had gotten away from the church and a friend of mine um, invited me to a Bible study at her new church. And the Bible study was like, you know, a weekday service. So knowing my friend, I'm like, wait a second. She's going to church 
during the weekday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's going to church during the weekday. I better go check this out. Right, right, right. <laughs> because if something is drawing her on a weekday, I need to check it out. And it must be something. <laughs> Now, interestingly, I I knew it was time to come back. I knew you when you are connected to God, you may go stray away, but absolutely, you're already marked. So absolutely, you're marked. Just like you know, the Bible says, bring up a child in the way that should go, and when they get old, they won't depart from it. Right. So right. as long as you plant those seeds, that's <laughs> almost like a guarantee. Come on. Exactly. Now. Exactly. So I was marked. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And so, but literally the night before going to the Sunday service, I said, you know what, Lord, I, I believe it's time. And sure enough, that Sunday when I when I went in, I rededicated my life and, and I decided from that point forward that that was it, right? That no, I'm here. I'm here for good. Mm -hmm. And uh, but it was it was her inviting, you know, it, getting excited about it. Tuesday night Bible study or weekday Bible study. Mm. But I knew, okay, God is using her to draw me back. Yeah. Because I wasn't going anywhere and wasn't planning to go anywhere for a while. Mm -hmm. right, right. Exactly. <laughs> Even exactly. though I could feel the call, right? Even exactly. though I could feel the, put, the tug and exactly. the town we were in, I wasn't going to be going to any of the churches that I knew of, right? Exactly. 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 And so where she invited me, I didn't know of them. I hadn't heard of them. And so God knew exactly. Yes, ma'am. So God knew exactly what it would take to get me in. Right. Because I wasn't going to, to, to the traditional, you know, the places I knew I wasn't going to go. But he knew using her. He and, and what's so awesome about him at how he, the way he orchestrates things is just I'm I, one time I said, God, you're a cold piece. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Because I, I, I say all the time, Lord, you know what? You are something else. You have a sense of humor. You are just I, I'm just like in awe. You know, exactly. you got a sense exactly. of humor. He's so awesome. He's so yes. awesome. Like yes. that. And he'll steer that thing around. <laughs> and you're right. like, what just happened? What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's awesome he sure like will. that. So I want to go into um, what drew you to acting. Because when I met you, we were uh, in Success Fest. Yes. In a networking mm -hmm. event, right? And when I saw you, I believe you were you were uh, dressed as Harriet Tugman. <laughs> were you dressed as Harriet Tugman that day? And I was like, and and you intrigued me. And I knew when I talked with you, I knew that it was a divine appointment, and I knew that I had to come and introduce you to my audience. And to my friends, and just so that they can have your experience, mm -hmm. and just kind of shift us into that, and then we'll go back to your story, and then climax. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, I was I was in the drama club in high school. Mm -hmm. 
and we went to speech and drama festivals, but I was doing it for fun, right? And uh, um, so it was my sister who was the performer and did, you know, poems, but I, I would always write, um, I would write these little skits and have my sisters and friends perform them at church. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there we go. The producer, director in me, right? You um, were this was after high school, right? <laughs> this was after wow. high school. Wow. So I would write these little skits and plays and I'm like, hey, you guys. And then, and we would do them at church. <laughs> um, so years later, so then for a while I just stopped. But then years later, um, at my church, um, Word of Life, Church of God in Christ, Lakewood, Washington. Okay. Um, I asked my pastor if we could do a moment in Black history, because often um, during the month of February, because often when it, the singers, the musicians, they get highlighted, right? Absolutely. And so I asked if we could do a moment in Black history so that the creatives could have an opportunity. So I got all the Sundays covered. There, there we are. But yeah. nobody wanted to be first. And it was getting close to the first Sunday. I was like, oh, no, nobody wants to be first. I got to do some things. I'm like, OK, right. so so I'll be first. I'll do a monologue of Harriet Tubman. And so as I began to do my research of her, I discovered about her name. I was like, wait, what? Her name is what? And so I I used that to kind of trick the audience, right? And um, so I'm coming in, they're like, oh, Harriet Tubman, Harriet Tubman. And then I introduce myself as Araminta Ross. And people are, so you can see people going, wait, who? Who is that? Right. Right. And so then I use that to not only capture the audience's attention, now because I've shared that, it's like, wait, now what else is she going to share that we didn't know? So mm-hmm. then we take that information and um, and and so from there, um, the next monologue I did, I was uh, participating. I was part of the planning of a of a of a women's tea, mm-hmm. and um, I asked if I could do a monologue because what came to my mind for the theme was Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. So I did Rosa Parks, and uh, after that, um, Tacoma, Washington, has the largest indoor mm-hmm. celebration of Dr. King's birthday in the nation. Really, and uh, mm-hmm. And uh, so I would always go, right, on Martin King Jr. Day, and I would go to the event and I would say, man, I would like to be at that event, right? And um, so then here, years later, I have this monologue of of, uh, of Rosa Parks. So I auditioned, uh, I found out how to audition, so I auditioned, and so they asked me to participate and they asked me to, con- you know, to be in costume and everything. And uh, from there, I just continued to, participate in, um, I actually auditioned for my first stage play. And, uh, you know, so all God, all God. Look at God. Look at God. Yeah. Those gifts and talents, how he just flourish and elevate. Yes. Your gifts will make room for you. Absolutely. Therefore, you have been on all these stages and your gifts really have made room for you and you you're so unique tell the audience a little bit about that as far as um how you you tell their story you tell 
Rosa Parks them story and what happened to them? So what I do is I find out what, so when people reach out to me, sometimes they already know what, what character, uh, what, what woman they want me to portray. Mm -hmm. uh, but often I, but I'll ask what the theme of the event is yes. because um, one particular woman's life story and experiences may speak better to their event and to the message that they want to portray than the other. So for instance, in 2019, I spoke at um, an author's entrepreneurs conference and the theme was your next, next best step. And uh, the originally the request was for Mrs. Rosa Parks. And so we talked about it. I said, but now Harriet Tubman's next best step um, was, well, first she needed to get free from slavery herself. Mm. And then her next best step would be to um, become a part of the um, Underground Railroad and do what she needed to do to free others. So, so it turned out that actually Harriet Tubman would be the better fit for that particular event sure. than Mrs. Rosa Parks' story. Sure. So, yeah, so that's how I do it. I pay attention. I ask questions about the event, the theme, who's in the audience, and then I tailor it. So I'm telling their story. So I weave in their story. They're, you know, speaking in, you know, first person, weave mm -hmm. in how they were born, where they were born. And then throughout the telling their story, there are some main themes I leave everyone, I want to leave people with. Number one is that you're more powerful than you think you are. Mm -hmm. Number two is you were created for purpose, on purpose. With Come on now. Come on now. And then number three, I ask the question, what would you do if you didn't have fear? Where would you go? Where would you live? What travels would you do? Would you write your book? What would you do if you didn't have fear? And wow. then I challenge people to now go do it. Wow. I love it. I love it. Because fear is that thing that holds you back. And fear is a thief. It is a thief. It really is. It, 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 it's, it's, we hear all the time, it's false evidence appearing real. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I recently realized that fear had two other meanings, right? Forget everything and run, Ooh, right? Right. Or face everything and rise. Come on. So, face everything and rise. I love it. Face everything and rise. So whatever that thing is that happened to you, face it. Because it happened to, it didn't necessarily happen to you. It happened to you in that season. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But once it happened to you, now it's time for you to face that thing, that abortion, yeah. that childhood trauma, that lie, that whatever that is, that thing. Yes. Because what God meant for bad, what Satan meant for bad, God always has a plan and he's going to turn that thing around for your good. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so it's the sooner you face that thing, it doesn't feel good in the process. Does it feel good? Did you feel good going right. through that and being able to, you know, face that, you know, abortion or and moving from that 
Now, using your story from that, it, it will take you places because now you're turning around and you're helping other people yes. to let them know that they too can get through whatever they're going through. Right. Because it's going to be another girl that's going through an abortion, that's going through an abortion, another girl who, you know, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And so are, is, are we going to just leave them there in that? Right. Are we going to leave them in shame? Absolutely. Or are we going to help them move with the shame living in the counterfeit life? Absolutely. Or we are going to help them come into the life more abundantly through Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Because that shame, it's nothing but a lie. It's nothing but, you know, the enemy trying to hold you in bondage. Yes. Yes. Because your destiny is attached to that thing. Right. And you don't even understand it. You don't even understand it when you're going through it. Because... You know, the world will have you thinking that everybody is talking about you. Everybody. Right. Nobody. nobody ain't really. nobody talking about you. Ain't, I promise you ain't nobody talking about you. They have their own life. And, and, and God is such a God. He's so awesome that he will hide you under the shadow of your wings, under his wings. Yes. And he will protect you and he will blind people. He will cover their ears. When you think that they're listening, he got you. Right. If you just submit to his if will and his way and just, you know, walk in it. It happened. Yes, it happened. But my God, it happened for your good. And yes. it didn't happen to you. The things that happen to us in life, it don't happen to us. Yes, in that season, like I said, but it happened for us. Right. Right. It's happening for us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's our duty now to reach back, share our story, face everything and rise. Yes. I love that. Face everything and rise. Everything. And when I tell you that 50 years of pain that I went through and to and to see what, what God has done. Right. O-M-G. What God has done with that. Where he. Child. It ain't even about my story. It, but it is about us being able to free people. Right. Absolutely. Of that guilt. Of that shame. Of that lie. Of that whatever mm-hmm. thing that Satan is trying to. Satan is trying to hold you bound. In prison. To yes. that. Yes. And as soon as you release it, and as soon as you let go, as soon as you tell somebody, you don't even know if they have the answer and that resource to connect you to, to your healing. Yes. And so. That's right. Oh, 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 oh. I am so, so, so. so. So excited, so excited. Yeah, absolutely, yes. Leslie. A- absolutely. It didn't happen to us, but it happened for us. For us. Yes. It's happening for our good. And, and the thing that is, you know, the, the scriptures tell us that he won't put more on us than we can bear. So if yes. we, so if we 
So if it's it was so brought to us, it means he knew we could bear it. Yes, 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 yes. I'm, you know, we, I'm with you, girl. I am <laughs> with Leslie. That's my girl. Y'all going to get a chance to hear Leslie's story as well. I'm so excited. I am super excited. Yes. You know, what God is doing in this season and putting us and putting me in places and connecting me with powerful women of God and men yes, of God yes. and kingdom builders and okay woo it is amazing it is amazing what he's doing in the season so um let's 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 talk about uh the thing that you know freed you to Give God the glory. Mm -hmm. And I know we just had a shouting session right there. I know we did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about. Yes, yes, yes. That's what it's all about. Okay. <laughs> and so, yes. Go ahead and uh, share. Yes. Ooh. So when um, I was sharing how um, when I wanted to get myself prepared for marriage, right? Didn't want to. Um, have uh, the baggage, the shame, and all of that. Because I, re I know that when you're bringing two people together, yes, we bring stuff. But if I could work on enough of my stuff, a lot, mm. you know, a lot of my stuff taken mm. care of beforehand. Right, you know, right. Unpack. So then, right. Unpack that, that, those bags and leave yeah, them. Right? Exactly. So that when I come together, um, whatever we have to work through and learn from, we didn't have to then go through all of that stuff first yes. to then get to all of that stuff would already have been worked through. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it was going through that uh, process. Um, I believe the book is called Night and Shining Armor, mm -hmm. but it's about um, getting yourself prepared for marriage, right? And in doing that, it talks about whether you're single or whether you're engaged, they, it talks about how it took them a year to prepare Esther mm. for the king. So they now. say they so they so in this book it literally says, take the six months. We're only giving you know, you, we're not going to have you go through the year like they did for Esther, but take six months. You are worth taking the six months to work through what you need to work through to be prepared to have a godly marriage, to have a good marriage mm -hmm. and, you know, to work on yourself. So if, if, if they, if, if, if Esther was worked on one year, you can take six months to get work, to work on yourself. Yes. And yes. so it's a whole um, process of, you know, identifying those traumas, identifying those things, those, areas where you need to forgive and number one it talks about getting your relationship with god straight first absolutely and that's one thing that i really liked about the book it starts with your foundation of being salvation come on now as your personal savior having that foundation to work from yeah to so, begin from yeah again that would be nice that would be nice, mm -hmm. <laughs> would be nice. yes but a lot of times that doesn't happen. Right. Because we are so distracted and so blinded by the physical that we have not been trained 
to, you know, what to do, what to look for, all of that. Yes. And we haven't been trained to work on ourselves first. Come on now. Tell the truth. That's the main thing. That's a main thing. You know, spiritually is one thing, but yeah. personal development is a whole nother uh, thing that mm -hmm. is necessary. It is necessary. Yes, it is. To, to you that when you know yourself. Uproot all of that crap that we have gone through, you know? Mm -hmm. And so whether it's negative news, whether it's negative people, whether all the traumas that you, you know, had help happen in your life and you suppressing all this stuff, you suppressing all this stuff. So how are you going to be able to help people? How are you going to help people when you got all this stuff and they bring in all their baggage and, and dumping right. it on you? And so you you're you you're operating from an empty vessel. You're yeah. operating from a full vessel of, of, of crap, full of crap. So you got to be able to um, empty all that. Mm -hmm. Okay. You got to empty all that and put positive in so that when you talk things to people, then you can give, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're, 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 you're full. So therefore you are coming from a full place where you can give. Yes. From overflow. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. God is so such good. an amazing guy. So good. So good. He's such an amazing guy. Mm -hmm. He's such an amazing guy. And I'm so grateful. Yes. I'm so grateful. Me so too. To wrap this up, do you have anything else that you would like to share with our audience today? Yes. Yes. I want you to know that nothing that you have experienced the traumas the triggers the triumph nothing that you have experienced is going to waste god one a, a prophetess i know says god is coming for everything yeah he's coming back for everything that he put inside of you so he so the things that you've experienced you've experienced because he knew you could handle it mm -hmm. and where the enemy minute for your evil has always been a setup for your ministry for your for your course for your it's always been a setup for you to be able to reach back and grab somebody and say guess what if i've got through it so can you and who wouldn't serve a god like this absolutely that absolutely. You? Mm -hmm. absolutely you're more powerful than you think you are you were created for purpose, on purpose, with a purpose. And what would you do if you didn't have fear? Go do it. Amen. All Amen. the earth is groaning for the manifestation of what God put in you. Absolutely. 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 So with that being said, I have three questions that I always ask my, um, my guests uh, at the end of the show. So the first one is, what are you most grateful for? Oh my goodness, I am most grateful for, I'm most grateful for my relationship, for my love relationship with God. Love relationship. Uh, yes. Ain't nothing like it. 
I love him, I love him, I love him. And yes. where he goes, I'll follow. I'll yes. follow. Come on now. <laughs> yes. yes, girl. I love him. Yes. So I am most grateful for my love relationship. I used to say relationship, but no, I love him. Yes. And he loves me. Yes. I'm most grateful for my love relationship with God because everything else about me extends from that. Yes. And that's beautiful right there. Mm -hmm. Because when you've had a an encounter with him mm -hmm. and and he has shown you a security like none other and where you know that you can depend on him and you can't depend on nobody but him. Amen. 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 Then, you know, then you come to move from relationship to a love relationship. Yes. And to that place where, okay, Lord, whatever you say, I got you. I'm your girl. I'm yes. your girl. You yes. know, yes. <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm your girl. You know, whatever you want me to do, I got you. I volunteer. Right. <laughs> I got you. So that second question is, what is your definition of peace? What is my definition of peace? How do you define peace? Being able to rest in, being able to rest in God no matter and 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 knowing and inner knowing that he's got everything under control no matter what the chaos looks like mm -hmm. amen amen so the third question is you know my um my private facebook group's name is broken pieces to peace so it's so that we can help take people from the broken pieces of their past and bring them forward into a life of peace. So what are some of the things that you do to maintain your sense of peace, whether it's daily rituals or some things that you would like to recommend or share with the audience that help to keep you um, in that peaceful place? Oh my goodness. The, the uh, number one is prayer, right? But I want to share with you about skin to skin time with God. Mm. Come on. Um, if you have children, you know that uh, or may know that um, skin to skin is when they bring the baby to the mother and, or the father. And, um, with you know, the babies, you know, babies are naked, but they put on your skin. Yes. And they and for that connection. Yes. For, and so bonding. That bonding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Skin to skin. Yes. Now, skin to skin with God is exactly this. It's getting into that place where it's just you and God. Maybe you want to play music, you know. Um, and I do it for an hour. Amen. Uh, someone says the best bonding ever. Yes. Yeah. So how have you take that that same concept to bond with God, skin to skin? So so what do you do? You um, get in just a, a place with just you and God. Um, if you can handle just instrumental music, 
but you don't ask for anything. You don't pray in tongues. You don't thank him. You just rest in his presence. Mm. And what I do is I, I have a favorite blanket. I wrap up in it. And, and then I just go, daddy, daddy, daddy. And then I just get quiet and mm. let my brain rest, let my mind rest and just be in his presence. Mm. Sometimes I drift off to sleep. And what I find when I wake up, sometimes I have received such a download that I'm like trying to hurry up and write what I received. It's like, but the main thing is just to be that bonding time with God, with daddy God. Yeah. And when I tell you there's such a peace from that, there's such a tranquility, there's such a bonding with the father. Yes. I, I I shared it with someone and they and they were like, oh, I just couldn't get my brain to rest. And, you know, they're so, it was, you know, they were so frustrated. I'm like, yeah. I'm so sorry that you didn't. Right. <laughs> you right. <missed> out. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Because exactly. that means if you can't calm your brain enough to rest in God's presence, you are too busy. Absolutely. You're too busy. And Will you will you really find peace if you can't calm your brain enough to bond with the father? Come on now. It's just it's simply bonding with the father. Yes. Yes. And that's the reason I have um I have the reading of the word. Because that's my bonding. If you want to get to know somebody, you spend time with them. Yes. Right? Yes. Literally, you you really you don't know anybody if you don't spend time with them. Exactly. And get to know them for who they are. You right. you, you turn them pages, you know, you surface, you know what I'm saying? You see them in passing, but no no no. no, no, no. Spending yeah. time mm-hmm. with the father and getting yeah. to crack the book and yes. getting to know who he is and who studying is. him. You know what I'm saying? Studying him. And he, he describes who he is. He tells you exactly he tells you. who he is. I mean, in the book of Genesis, Genesis 1 1. A lot of people say, I am who is um who is um who is God? He is uh the he's the lover of my soul, he is uh El Shaddai, he is uh Elohim, he is the, the very first line in there he tells you he's a creator mm-hmm. he is the creator he's the creator first of all yeah and that's why for me being a creator being an actor whenever i am asked to present or to participate or to write something i ask god what do you want to say to your people? Mm-hmm. Because he's the one who gave me the creativity. Mm-hmm. And before I go out and perform, I oh, I'm backstage. I ain't gonna lie, I'm backstage praying in tongues, dedicating my gift back to God because it was yeah. he who gave it to me in the first place. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. So, yes. Absolutely. So. 
Absolutely. Scan is one I wanted to share, but absolutely getting in the word, reading about him, getting to getting to know his names mm -hmm. because yeah. his names decree his character and, you know, how you what you what you can expect from him mm -hmm. because of his names. Absolutely. You can expect healing from Jehovah Rapha. You better speak, girl. You better Come speak. On. When you need God healing. Heal. Right. Come on. Jehovah so you need to know. Yes. So you need to get to know, know him. him. I'm know telling him. you, know him for yourself instead of third party. And, and they're giving their own watered down version that could not be directly from him. And you need to know for yourself that hide my word in your heart so that you will not sin against me. Yes. So it's not Mama Nim. It's not Amy Nim. They can't go for you. That that seed was in there, you know, that seed was planted for a reason. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. So it's our duty to get to know him for yes. ourselves. Yes. So with that said, it has been a joy to have you. It it's been an honor. Thank you so much. Listen. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm so glad that you have come to share this time with us today. And if there's anything else that you would like to share, you have an upcoming event. Yes, yes. You have so a book. You mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and uh, share that. Yes. Uh, so October, um, I was going to do it three days, but um, I just felt led of the Holy Spirit just to do it one day. So October 16th, I'm going to have Women of Worth weekend. Um, it's at, it is going to be a virtual versus online event. I spoke with my board, with one of my board members. Um, and so we're going to do it virtually. Okay. Um, Women of Worth weekend. And that's where you will begin the process of identifying those names, those labels that have held you back. And then mm -hmm. come into the recognition of the name that God gave you. So it's Women of Worth Weekend, your secret name. Amen. And that is October, Saturday, October 16th. And uh, you can reach out to me through my, my website. Um, there's a contact form there. Um, if you'd like to participate and get the information on the cost and all of that, um, the timing, the, the schedule, you're welcome to join us where, where we begin to discover the name that God calls us by. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you want to get in touch with Betty Jewel Slater, you go to www.bettyjewelslater.com. www.bettyjewelslater.com. Make sure you get registered for that event. Is it a free event? Is it a paid event? It is oh, a paid event. Yes. It is a paid event. And I will also have her website on, uh, on the banner uh, for the the podcast banner and in the information uh, section of the description of the, I'll put that in there for you as well. And if you just click through her website, her website is so amazing. So amazing. Thank you so it much. Like her. I mean, so amazing. <laughs> thank you so much. Yes. Job well done. Job well done. And thank you so much for coming and sharing the stage with me today. Thank you for inviting I know, I know that uh, 
the people were blessed today by your testimony and by uh, something that was said. So thank you again so much. It's been such an honor and a privilege to yes. have you here. And so if uh, I want to highly encourage you all to, of course, go to BettyJewelsSlater.com, BettyJewelsSlater.com, and uh, connect with her. Connect with her and book her for an event because I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed because she is so amazing. She's so amazing. And uh, also join us in the morning for uh, when we read the entire Bible for our daily Bible reading where we read the Bible in 365 days. So if you've ever aspired to read the entire Bible in 365 days, then that this is definitely the place for you. 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 4 a.m. for those of you who are on the West Coast with Betty Jewel Slater mm -hmm. and um, for bright and early, okay, 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, where we read the entire Bible in 365 days to build your spiritual muscle, okay, so that you can feed the spirit and starve the flesh. Yes. Okay? And join me next week as we will have another phenomenal guest. None other than, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. You won't be disappointed. I promise you won't be disappointed. I, 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 you you will not be disappointed okay and so i definitely look forward to um seeing you all in the morning bright and early if not catch us on the replay all right it has been a wonderful uh another episode of who wouldn't serve a god like this and that's it for today thank you all so much thank you betty for joining you're welcome you're welcome God bless you, sis. God bless you. God All right, you guys. Well. Have a great evening. Much Bye love to everyone. Much love to everyone.